Fuck what they talk about. I've been getting my cake and running wild since a little child. Yeah. Getting it every day, I'm working sun up till the sun down. Yeah. I'm getting it every day, these niggas hating, trying to see how I do this shit. Bitch, I'm not new. What's up, guys? This is Jake Carlisle, and welcome to the Capital Gains Podcast, where we share our experiences on how to flip and invest in real estate, the stock market, and all things fitness. Join us as we dive deep into the world of self-development and get ready to make some capital gains. What's going on, everybody? Today we have a special guest. This is the man who kicked my ass, Jake's ass, any host on this show's ass in the CrossFit Games year 2018. Luckily, we weren't put up against them to two years prior. It's Dolan Pepper. What's going on, man? What's up? Excited to be here. Yeah, thank you for coming. Um, yeah, if you just want to let everyone know kind of who you are, what you're up to, and just tell them how much of a beast you are and <laughs> background. Yeah. So my name is Dallin Pepper. Um, I'm in Spanish Fork, Utah right now. I'm actually getting ready to move to Naples, Florida in just over a month in January uh, to train full time with my coach. I'm a CrossFit athlete. Like Zach mentioned, um, I train full time right now and I'm a part time student at Utah State University. I just do everything online. fits my schedule a little bit better. Um, yeah, that's kind of the, the gist of things. Just work out a lot. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I used to tell everybody when I was training. It was nah, bro. It's, it's not that crazy. I just I pick a lot of things up, run around, maybe hop in yep. a pool or something. That's about it. <laughs> exactly. Um, just exercise quickly. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so I mean, obviously, you training CrossFit, competing. What What's the next competition you got coming up here? Um, so I qualified for Wadapalooza in the elite division. It's a competition in Miami, uh, and I'll be competing with all the big dogs for the second time in person. Um, I competed a semifinal this summer, uh, but yeah, I'm pretty stoked about it. Yeah, dude, that's sick. Wadapalooza was always, I feel like, one of the most fun events that we. Oh did. yeah, like the the CrossFit Games are obviously like the pinnacle of the sport yeah. or whatever. Um, but Wadapalooza is so fun. The events are always fun, and the atmosphere is unbeatable. So yeah, dude. For everyone that doesn't know, uh, if you don't know what the CrossFit Games are, that's where all of us who lift things really fast and run around go and compete against each other. Um, but. I'm not trying to diminish it either. Um, <laughs> I obviously competed. Dolan still does it. It's it's extremely difficult. It takes a lot of dedication. It's very impressive what you're doing. Um, but Wadapalooza, tell me if I'm wrong. I feel like there's just, it's a little less tense. People are taking it a little less seriously. You're on the water. Like, you're doing workouts on basically a float. And you got a bunch mm -hmm. of people watching you. So definitely a lot of fun. Yeah, no. Yeah, and it's like. It's in the off season uh, of CrossFit, so like, it's everyone's kind of doing their own thing to get ready, work on their weaknesses, and get into the season. So it's kind of like testing yourself, see where you're at, have a good time, maybe win some cash. But yeah, yeah. Do you do you get a lot of uh, younger people like DMing you, messaging you, saying like, "I want to do what you do, I want to compete," or something like anything like that? Yeah, I get a lot of people to message me. Um, especially teenagers i feel like it's kind of where that's where i've made my mark in the sport so far um yeah. but a lot of them message me uh asking for tips i i do coach a few of them um just through my business and i do try and answer like every single dm because i know how cool it was when yeah. like some of you guys before i made it to the games like if i dm you guys it'd be like 
oh my gosh, they answered me well. And we turn out to just be regular dudes. So yeah, I try and answer them all. Yeah, no, it, it does feel good when people are asking you. But we since we do talk about like mindset a lot on this podcast, we do like a mindset Monday kind of thing. Mm-hmm. What what kind of advice are you giving them? Like what what's your advice to any I guess it would apply to any teen athlete really? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think this can apply to basically anyone, but it's just completely focusing on yourself. Um, you can't control what other people are doing. It's really easy, especially with social media to like get caught up in what people are doing. For me personally, it's like, oh, what would this person do on this workout? Or I didn't lift enough weight on this lift today, whatever it might be. Um, and that just ruins everything. Like it'll just kill your kill your swagger a little bit. Because yeah. when you're training alone by yourself all this time, you have to have this swagger whether it's real or fake and that's the grind for anything like you have to you have to have that and believe in yourself and feel like you're kicking ass so that you actually do um so like just focus on yourself and do your thing yeah no i agree uh one thing we have talked about i feel like staying in your lane is a lot harder depending on the people you're surrounded by so i mean definitely we've talked about not only the importance of surrounding yourself by the right people but what i wanted to kind of talk about with you was how I think you're probably very good at this as well Is it takes a certain level of confidence and almost a lack of insecurity to be able to stay in your lane. Tell me if I'm wrong, but for me, it feels like whenever I'm doing my own thing to other people, it seems so odd or it's like, why would you do that? Or why aren't you coming and doing this with us? But it's like in your head, I feel as if you know, you're on the right path when you don't feel like awkward or ashamed or insecure about doing your yeah. own thing. Cause if, to you, if say you have a goal of making it to the CrossFit Games, when somebody says, why don't you come with us or why don't you want to come do this? And you're just like, I got to go train today. It, it should just make sense yeah. in your head, in my opinion. Yeah. No, I 100% agree. I'm actually reading uh, Winning by Tim Grover. It's the second book. And I actually read something about this like just last night. And it's like, you shouldn't have to explain to those people. You have to like be confident enough and what you're doing and what you want that like in, like you said in your head it just makes sense and it may not make sense in their heads but you should not feel like apologetic in any way because like you got to do your thing um but yeah i think making sure you kind of weed out the people that question what you're doing um can definitely help you hmm. um yeah like other people just drain you so. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I completely agree with that. And on a side note to that, I think the people that are criticizing you or make you feel like awkward about doing your thing oftentimes aren't even your close friends. It's like, yeah. why are you even worried about what these people who don't even exactly know what you're doing or aren't even that like close with you are saying? Yeah. No, I remember like in high school, it's like, oh, yeah. dudes, like I associate, like, people I associated with because they were in one of my classes or whatever. It's like, Oh, you gotta, you gotta go train today. You're going to do anything else. It's like, no, I'm not. So yeah. Seriously. And then like the people closest to me, it's like, they expect that and they support that. It's like, Hey, when you have a minute after you're done training, we should go get some food or something, something little, but yeah. I'm sure you get a lot of people now kind of that may even be like, yes, men towards you, or even like uh, just people yeah. hyping you up that you don't really know. And I yeah. like, obviously all that stuff's appreciated, I would assume. Uh-huh. Like, Thank you. But um, what I find is that my closest friends, the reason I can tell that they respect what I'm doing is because they're absolutely shitting on me 24 seven about it, <laughs> but they don't give me shit 100%. about actually doing it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like, for example, me and James are pretty close. Uh, and we just, 
I mean, we're trash talking all the time about workouts. I mean, we're expecting the absolute best from each other without really saying like, without directly saying like, come on, let's go. You know, like, yeah. or, like we tell each other, Hey, get after it today. Like don't suck. Dude. I don't know about you. It's weird to me when my, fr- if my friends were to be like, you got this, you're doing great. Like, come on, let's yeah. go. I'm like, bro, what the hell? Like, why are you being so nice <laughs> right now? Yeah, exactly. It sounds fake. Yeah. But, I mean, and then that is one thing with like, like James, he is one of the most genuine people in the world and he like he'll say stuff like that but coming from him yeah, that's at different. the right time it's like you know you oh the timing just tell. really matters yeah you can if, just tell when it's like a yes man or like a real friend if if you're like two minutes left in a workout that you're trying to qualify for like yeah. a palooza and he's standing over you like let's fucking go like yeah. it's a lot different than like if he's just seeing you in passing and he's like you know Dom. You're just doing a great job at everything you do. And I just wanted to tell you that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just comes off so cheesy. Yeah. Um, transitioning from that, I do want to go back to you mentioned about how like the advice you're given applies to everything like life, business, athletes. I know you have a few other avenues of things going on outside of CrossFit. Mm-hmm. There's any of those you want to talk about since we are in sort of a businessy podcast setting as much as we can. Yeah. So I was kind of brief overview of what i've done for my business um so i created pepper programs it's an online coaching uh it started as just me um it's grown a little bit so the way it started is i created a ring muscle up program it's one of the most or one of the movements in crossfit and i was i would have been just turned 16 at the time um so i created that and i started coaching little kids out of my garage just to make some extra money because i was like I'm training, I, as a high school athlete, I was training full time for this sport. I was like, I can't get a job. Um, so I needed some extra cash. So I made that program, started coaching kids. And it took me like three months to make like 25 bucks off the program. Like I was, I was coaching some kids and making some good money. Um, and it continued to grow. Like once it started to get traction, I made more programs, more programs. And now I have six or seven of those different programs. And those are up on my website, but then I started to transition more into one-on-one coaching. So I do one-on-one programming for a lot of teenagers specifically, and it's just completely online. I coach people all over the world. And then I recently, recently, my wife, Corinne, just got a nutrition certification, and now she's added that end into the business. And so it's starting to grow a little bit. I am taking a little bit of a step back to completely like more focus on training, but I'll still have a few athletes and she's kind of taken over the business side of things which is cool dude that's awesome yeah i would imagine having like a husband slash wife or, or even just like boyfriend or girlfriend that's yeah same things or like does the same things very helpful absolutely it's like you can do twice as much because you're just your team so it's cool yeah dude that's awesome i think there's a bunch of things to take away from that just to kind of like analyze what you said a bit as weird as that sounds um yeah no just like a lot of people that listen to this and that are our age oftentimes feel that they're too young to do something, don't have the resources to do something. We talk about this all the time. And for you, just so everyone can like clearly understand this, you found something that you enjoyed doing that you would probably do with or without the money. And yeah. then, but the role you're playing as a coach is like someone who comes to you for coaching, you have to have a reputation. People have to trust you that you know what you're doing. Yep. So to like anyone listening that's younger, it doesn't matter what you're doing, find something that you enjoy and that 
despite being young, as long as you've been working at it long enough, you're able to build up some sort of reputation or credibility. Now it doesn't matter that you're young. You're doing something that you enjoy. And to me, it seems like you just scaled it as the people come. It wasn't like a concerted effort to like promote pepper programs everywhere. It was like, Mm -hmm. oh shit, I'm going to keep training. I'm going to keep doing my thing. People are going to keep noticing and then so on and so forth. Yeah. Like I made, I made an Instagram page for it. I had that one program or I didn't even have an Instagram page when I first made the program. I would just, I set a goal. I'd DM five people every single day. Be like, Hey, I have this muscle up program. If you need help on muscle ups, I'd love to help you. That was it. I just do five people a day. Um, just start little. And like you said, like being young, it doesn't matter. Um, one thing I realized is like, I took advantage of being in a situation where I could go for it. And like kids our age are often like, in my opinion, like, yes, they're school and obviously like college kids, like, but like, why not take the risk now? Like you can, you have so much time to fail and come back and yeah, take advantage of this, the position you're in. And even if you're older, like go for it, like, why not? Yeah, no, totally. I think there's, I forget who it was that said it, but it's basically the whole idea of like, well, you didn't fucking start before. So, so start now. Yeah. Is Joe Rogan? He talks about like, oh, I wish I started yesterday. That's or three years ago. Or yeah, yeah. No, I feel like uh, now. one of the worst things you can do is I. It's like self sabotage almost. Feel bad for yeah. yourself that you didn't do something. Feel like just making up, not even excuses, but just almost. I don't. I don't know how else to put it besides like roasting yourself constantly and yeah, into thinking that it's not possible. Yeah, I mean, to in my opinion, the words you say in a day matter. Like, even if they're jokes, you hear a lot of kids our age, it's very sad. I mean, and I'm guilty of this too when I was, like, younger. But people are like, oh, kill yourself or I'm going to kill myself. I hate my life. I want to die. I want to die. But you start to realize that if you say something like that all the time, you're only awake for so long. Your brain's only conscious for so long. In my opinion, our brains are like computers that just store stuff away. And the things that are repeated the most are most at the front of our brain and what we're most likely to recall upon. So if you start talking like that for a long time, you'll really quickly realize your moods start to be changed. Yeah. Um, perfect example for that. Like, obviously not as, I mean, probably not quite as deep, but like when it comes yeah. to my workouts, uh, the last year and a half, I'd say I get like, I struggled with like getting really anxious before a crappy workout. Like I know how bad it's going to hurt everyone, but everyone does that. Everyone knows how bad it's going to hurt. And this is honestly a sport of who's going to hurt more. But I found myself like I'd pull up my programming for the day for my coach be like, oh, that workout's going to suck. I get to the gym. Oh, it's going to suck. And instead, like the last month or so, I've been really focused on saying like, oh, this workout's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really going to try and push the snatches or whatever. And just completely like rewiring my brain to think about it different. And it's already like it's progress. Like and I've already come a long way, but there's a long way to go to make it a habit. Um, And that goes to like anything out throughout the day like oh i have to get up for this class or whatever it's like oh no i'm gonna go try and learn so i can continue to chase after my dreams something like that yeah i I mean it's definitely a case of i think steve harvey said this not to pull out quotes from a bunch of like pretty superficial people but like yeah harvey said it's all about starting to tell yourself like you get to do things not you have to Mm -hmm. because the minute you tell yourself you have to do things nothing's fun anymore nothing's worth doing um no i think i mean not that anyone cares what i used to do but I agree. Like when I used to train, it went, it turned in from like, so I used to have to do this rowing test every Tuesday 
and it was like 45 minutes of one minute on one minute off at like a 90% pace. And it was just, I hated it. I'm short. I'm a small human. I hate rowing, but it ended up getting to the point where I looked at my programming as, okay, I would rather not coast, but like focus less on the other stuff of the day. And it got to a point where if you have other people around you, it's like, okay, we all hate this. So it, it turns yeah. into something that's more fun. Something that's like, I don't know, almost like you trick yourself and being like, all right, let's fucking do it. Like, let's just go. Mm-hmm. And then it ends yep. up you, nine times out of 10. You're happy that you pushed on the thing that you didn't want to do. And nine times out of 10, if you know, you're good at something, say there's a workout that you're just like, like, uh, I don't know for me, like if a workout's like handstand pushups and chest to bar pull-ups for me, it's like, okay, those are like two of the things I'm the best at. I'm not going to yeah. sit here and be like, I need to murder this. Cause what did I just prove to myself? Like I, I yeah. just murdered something that I would murder anyway. Yeah. Um, but when you, when you do something really well and see improvement when you're doing something that you hate, I feel like it's a lot more rewarding. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And that's like another thing, actually, this is one thing I did want to talk about and it ties in perfectly here is like, once you start to do those things, you gain momentum. And like, that's become the biggest thing for me. Like once I hurt really bad in one workout, it's like, oh yeah, I can like, let's go. Like I'll hurt in every single workout for the next week. Um, and so, yeah, my advice for like any situation, whether it's like homework, just like do one assignment that takes 10 minutes and like take a break for a second um, and just build momentum. It's underrated in my opinion. Momentum is honestly the most important thing in the world, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, like it's think of it like pushing a car and whatever your goal is at the end of the road, the hardest part is going to be getting the car to move. Yeah. And once absolutely. it starts moving, you don't got to put much effort into pushing it. Cause yeah. And one thing I was thinking about last night that kind of relates to this, this was random, but I was just sitting on the couch, like after work, like I had like an hour before bed, I was just like chilling, watching a Netflix show or something. Yeah. I was thinking to myself, I was like, a lot of people don't want to start getting their momentum going for whatever it is they're doing because they think it's going to be hard, difficult, life's going to suck because you're just not having fun. But I would I would ask those same people, are you really having fun doing nothing? Like, are you yeah. really happy? So if you could think about it, would you rather be unhappy in accomplishing things or would you rather be unhappy and literally doing nothing with your life? Yeah, for sure. I mean... And then, yeah, so definitely accomplishing things because you're actually making progress and your life has value. Like, okay, every life has value. Let me, yeah, of course. Um, you have, uh, I'm forgetting the word, fulfillment. Like exactly. fulfillment is way better than, basically like fulfillment is better than happiness because happiness will go away. Fulfillment will last forever. Um, but once you gain that momentum, everything, even if it sucks, it becomes fun because it's like, I don't know. You're proving to yourself and other people that you're doing it. And that's fun. It's Even rewarding. If the actual task sucks. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely rewarding. But I, I definitely agree with you. I think that momentum is the most important thing, getting yourself going. It applies to literally everything. And I think one thing that's important to note is once you stop, once you have momentum, you don't want to lose it. Cause yeah. then you really get a sense of all that fulfillment that you're talking about. And you start to see like, either progress or accomplishments and things like stack up almost. And then for you to switch to a place where you don't have that same momentum and you see yourself doing nothing, that must be like, that's depressing. Like that's where you do yeah. And like that can be long-term or short-term. Like if I 
I don't know with my like I just I take it back to my training because that's obviously the yeah experience I have with it. But uh, if I miss like a session, like a or a full day of training, and I'm out doing something that I don't really plan on doing, but it's fun, like it's a good time. But the next day I'll come back and I'll feel like I'm soft. Like oh this yesterday was way easier than this is going to be today that type of thing um so like sticking to that routine and being strict with it i think can help build momentum and not lose it also yeah and i think that's the cool thing about it is the more you have the more you don't want to lose it yeah it's like a positive feedback loop once you start doing whatever it is like i i have a lot of friends who still to this day hit me up and are like yo like I know you know a lot about like eating well and like eating healthy. Like these are people that aren't even athletes. They're just yeah. trying to eat healthier for their life and I'll help them out. And they, they listen to the foods I give them and like or different things I say to eat. And they're like, Oh, that sounds boring. Or like, I don't want to eat that. And I'm like, I know do it for one month and you'll forget about how boring it is. Cause you'll feel so much better. Yeah. I, you gotta eat the fuel in every, every way. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, no. All right. I don't want to keep you here for too long. Last thing I wanted to ask you is like, uh, what, what do you think life after CrossFit looks like? Or is there life after CrossFit? Is, um, it, is it all, are yeah, you always I mean, going to be tied into the community? I love the community. So I think I'll always be here. And I think like what I plan on doing in the sport, like I, like I expect to do well, I expect to win. Like that's what I'm here to do. Um, and because of that, I'll create a name in the space and like a business and brand will grow from that so it'd be kind of foolish to just leave that all leave it there so i'll probably i mean once i'm done competing i'll do what matt fraser's doing and grow a business and continue in the space but um yeah like i know competing i want to focus completely on competing right now and then i think all the opportunities will just kind of lay themselves in front of me if i hustle and grind now so yeah for sure. No, you have any ideas of like what kind of business you want to open or things like that? Uh, I mean, not to it, obviously really anything so far. Yeah. You, I wouldn't expect yeah, like, like, Oh yeah, I'm going to open this on this day, but yeah, I mean, I've seen, so like from what I've seen people do and like different ideas I've kind of ran through my head is obviously programming. I can grow pepper programs. Corinne can grow her nutrition. Uh, Matt Frazier started a supplement company. Rich has, his huge yeah everything like apparel he sells bison like i mean just like freaking anything really like if you put your name if you create the brand of yourself you can put your name on anything and it'll sell so yeah that's pretty cool uh if if anyone's listening to this point you certainly are most likely into crossfit um (laughs) one thing i'm curious about for myself kind of is how does it feel what's like the state of crossfit community like compared to back 2016 2017 2018 when we were competing as teenagers to to today does it feel different the atmosphere it is different and i don't know if that's just because like i'm now out of the teenage division into the individual i think everyone took a hit in 2019 2020 when everyone got laid off into covid uh 2018 i believe was the peak of the crossfit games so we we crushed it there. Um, but like that was probably the best year, but it's on the right track. I was able to go spectate this year, which sucks. I don't know if I'd use the word able. Um, I went and watched. You, you did a lot of spectating in 2018 too. You crossed the finish line first. <laughs> watch this all finish. <laughs> That's good stuff. No. Yeah. Like 
Um, it's getting back to where it was in 2018. That's good, though. Uh, and I think part of it is like, this is my job now. So there's definitely more, there's a different added pressure. It's still amazing, still fun. I enjoy oh. it. Um, but there is a different pressure on it because like, this is where I, this is what I do. So yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know. For me, after that 2018 season, I don't know. It just, it just felt like watching and even like during the end of that 2018 season, it just felt like it was becoming like less person, like less of a community thing. And I don't yeah. think it's the fault of the games at all. I think it's just because of no. what happened with COVID and everything. Yep. But I'm, I'm glad to hear that it's getting back to more like the tight knit kind of thing that I felt. It yeah. Was. Like being, yeah, it, it felt good this year. Um, you could feel the energy wherever you were in the, whole yeah uh, whatever venue um it's still yeah, it was good still in madison yeah i think they have one more year um they've actually posted he did like literally just bleachers or like stadium seating somewhere because he is looking for somewhere else to go mm. um and he's talking about going to denver and i'll be i'll be kind of pissed because i'm moving from super high elevation to at sea level and then if they bring it back here it's like all right, everyone pack up and move back to Utah or Colorado. <laughs> I know you're kind of in the perfect place if they move to Denver. Yeah, it would be awesome. But either way, focused on next year. It'll be in Madison. So Yeah, man. Good luck. Thank you for coming on. Uh, Absolutely. Any, any final words to the people? Um, not to be a yes man, but keep crushing it, you know? <laughs> yeah. All right, bro. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course. 101 sound. Fuck what they thump out. I've been getting my cake and running wild since a little child. Yeah. Getting it every day. I'm working sun up till the sun down. Yeah. I'm getting it every day. These niggas hating, trying to see how I do this shit. Bitch, I'm not new.